I'm Kelsey. And I'm Jordan. Welcome to The Say More Show, a safe space where you will walk away feeling inspired, empowered, and curious. This is a show where we have real, raw, honest conversations to help you deepen your relationships, own your life, and create magic in the mundane. Every Thursday, join me and Jordan Nolan, life coaches, entrepreneurs, partners, adventure junkies, and avid freedom seekers. If you're tired of not speaking your truth, ready to explore your internal world and reconnect to your best self, we've got you. We are here to remind you that your words, your existence, and your life matter. So, what what are you you not saying? The job lover. Hello. Um, Yep, we're live. This is right. This is working. Morning coffee. The dogs are going psycho. It's the perfect way to record. (laughs) (laughs) Chaos, but we're making it magical and we're still doing it. Yep. Okay. Well, I don't, we don't even know the title of this episode, truthfully. So uh, this one's going to be a little bit of personal. What do you think it should be, the title? Mm, you're putting me on the spot. I think we'll figure it out after we write it. This actually should be a really good example for anybody that wants to write a book, and I'm mainly talking to myself. Just write it and then go back and figure out the title, figure out the chapter name. So I think yeah. we're going to do that with Today's episode. It's like with anything. We get so <laughs> stuck on the first step that we need to figure that out first before we do it. But we decided to just do it. Versus, wow. That's look a at good that. one. Let's pull that out because that's really what we're jamming on <laughs> actually kind of today. It's like totally. doing the thing before you know what the thing is. Yeah. I think, I think today we're talking a lot about our personal life and we're going to talk about how we made the decision on staying in Denver. Um, and so if you've been... Try and make a decision. Should I do this? Should I do that? First of all, I don't think it should be this or that. So that's definitely going to be one thing. And we're going to talk about values and just how to make decisions with more ease. Totally. And listen to your body and listen to your heart. Um, get clear on that. Walk you through all of our personal steps that we kind of navigated. Cool. Let's do it. But first, as always, pause and let's say more, be more, do more, and ask yourself, how did you do that? this last week. Tell the people, tell them, tell them the real juice. What did you do this week? Real juice. Well, per usual for me, I definitely said more this week, followed by a little bit of doing more. I think for me personally, I've known for probably quite some time now that I needed another mentor um, in a different capacity. I think there were parts of me that were like scared to dig up like whatever is like in my heart or things like that. So anyways, I hired a mentor that I'm really excited about Mm -hmm. um, and I just kind of spoke up and said what I needed. And I honestly like I reached out to like five different people that I thought would be great. And I was really honest about what I needed and was very specific about that. So for anybody looking for a mentor, like interview them, be so specific about what like you're needing and make sure that it's a good match. So I spoke up. I found my person. I'm excited. Totally. I'm very excited for you and really proud of you. Mm, thanks. Yeah. It's a huge deal to go out and, yeah, get support. I feel like for a long time, like you said, you have been wanting that. And there was a lot of, like, things you had to work through to get there. It's hard to find somebody, too, and I'll acknowledge anybody that's going through this. It's hard to find somebody you can that you can trust. Um, I think, like, the biggest thing that's 
really, really helpful if you're looking for support. It's just, again, just really naming and being so vocal about what you need. And you'll know in your gut or, or in some type of way um, if they're meant for you or not as your, as your mentor. Mm-hmm. What made you decide to finally like take that step? Well, I had reached out to people on and off for a year now. Like, so I had had mentors and I've had different mentors and I've had business people and I've had all those types of coaches, but I wanted somebody that was just going to help me with my emotions and more of like a somatic approach. So I had reached out to people on and off for a year, but nobody really met kind of the standard, I guess, that I had. And I didn't feel this like trust. Like I had this like tension in my stomach, like that it wasn't right. And it wasn't the timing. It wasn't the money. It was like the person wasn't right. Um, and it's so funny, our little choices that lead up to things because I had done pause breath work, obviously, and I met different people through there. And that's how I ended up meeting, um, one of my mentors. So I love that. I'm really proud of you for making all the small choices to get you there. Yeah. That's huge. Um, what did I do, be, or say more? I feel like I did more of the things that humans often avoid. I feel like mine's always like avoiding things and I actually lean in finally. We should start going back to our podcast because I think we have some patterns coming <laughs> totally, up. Totally, we do have patterns here. <laughs> so I did like tax things. I, we bought a thing on the car for like the camping thing that I've been kind of, I guess, Yes, we've been procrastinating, but I feel like we didn't have the right car. Anyways, I could go into all the logistics of why I didn't choose when I did, (laughs) but (laughs) I won't do that. But I did all the things that I feel like we put off, or at least I put off, and then it has felt really good to focus on the powerless. And we talked about that last week of how do we find that work-life balance, because I feel like I can go all in on work and work my face off, but I put life to the side, but then I always get it done eventually, but it causes me more anxiety. So I feel like I've like found this nice, happy medium of doing little this, little that. And then eventually when like certain months come around that would stress me out or that I need to get certain things done because that's the deadline, I've already met the deadline. Yeah, I feel like you even named earlier, like with taxes, like this is the first time you've done them this early Early. on in the game. And normally like you wait till last minute and you're stressed. And I've just noticed so much growth with you with like not putting things off and really like fully stepping in, going in head first, doing the research, like figuring out the thing and making all these little small decisions to like move the needle forward, whatever that is. Yeah. Like I feel like I am once I'm like, I get it. I can do it, but I often avoid like understanding something. I don't know. I have this like weird thing when I get anything in the mail and it's like government related. I freak out. out. I have like, I don't know what it is, but anyways, don't like, whatever. Okay. Let's (laughs) let's move on before I go on a tangent. (laughs) A little bit about me. Don't need to go down that. Cool. All right. Kick it off. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I, okay. So we're kind of really going into, and maybe part of you will see yourself in this story again really just going into like there's no right or wrong when making a decision so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today is like making a decision um and other decisions around it and and trying things on um I don't know, we could almost start off on like your human design. I think it's important to know what your human design is for like making decisions and, and choices. Like for us being like the great life experimenter, like we have to try things out to to know know if it's right or wrong. Like nobody can tell us if this is right or wrong. It's a little dangerous that we're actually both this, but it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So back in really, since we've moved to Denver in May, 
we loved it at first. Um, we didn't like the area. Like, we, we, if you know this story, we moved to Denver without really even seeing Denver or seeing our apartment. We had a friend come look at it. And we really did it on a whim. Um, I feel like now it all makes sense why we did it. But the first few months, it was really loud. We didn't feel super safe here because we were in like this one part where there's just a lot of drunk My people. My bike got stolen. Your the bike first got week. stolen. Yeah, there's just like a few things that kind of turned us off to Denver. And we've talked to a lot of our friends that have moved here, and they said just give it more time, like eight months. We even had a friend that lived here for two years, and then she finally felt like this was her place. So long story short, we decided right before the holidays that we were possibly, we, we were wanting a house. We were wanting to be closer to family. We wanted to root down. Yeah, we wanted to root down. We wanted to like, she wanted to have like a chicken, like chicken stuff. She wanted, <laughs> wanted to have to like, farm. she wanted to farm. Like we <laughs> wanted a yard for the dogs. So we were thinking, okay, where do we, where would we want to do that? And we thought that was in Texas. So we started looking at properties there. My family went to go look at stuff and it sounded really good. Like that could that could we have been literally it. found a house that yeah. we almost went in on. So then, like she said, we're a great life experimenter. We need to try it on. And so, sure enough, we went to Texas for two months. And what happened? So we went to one of her like family's houses in Rockport. So we had all the things. We had the house. It was like the perfect size. We had the pool. We had the yard for the dogs. Like it was a quiet area. And I right by water. cried every single day, like cried every day. And I didn't know why. And I was like, what is happening? Kels was kind of off too. And we were like, what is happening? This is like, we thought we had what we wanted. Like this was it, right? Mm-hmm. And I almost felt guilty because again, like these expectations kept coming in of like, I'm 31 years old and I don't have a house. Like, did I fail? Like, did I do something wrong? Should I want this? And I didn't. Like, I just, I didn't. It wasn't it. And you kind of agreed, don't you think? Yeah, totally. And I think that we've talked about the expectations, rules, standards, and shoulds for sure. And I think that's normal for that to creep in just with, like, as age comes up. Um, And so, yeah, for me, it was just kind of like, maybe I should be closer to family. Like, why are we in Denver? Just asking, like, myself these questions and second-guessing even like our values. And I think the new year finally rolled around and we got clear. We were like, okay, maybe it's Austin. Maybe it's not a house. Maybe it is Texas. But then like that was kind of like not very exciting. We were almost choosing that out of fear. Um, It was safe. Totally. No, I agree. I think it was out of fear. It was like, well, this is safe. We're here. We're like in Texas. It gives us more time to look for a house. And we were kind of more like settling and like letting maybe like a few months or maybe even a year go by of like us not loving where we are to then take the step to where we want to go. And I feel like that's normal for a lot of people is you settle for a little bit to make something in the future. And I think for us, we really are like, I want to love where we are right now because we're not promised in a year from now or we don't even know what the hell's going to go on six months in a year from now. So why are we going to prepare? It's like retirement. I'm like, totally. I, I, I like that you said settle because I do think that we, that we did that in a sense and out of fear, like you didn't want to drive back to Denver. Like Kels was really worried about the road conditions and she was like, I have like, fuck it. She's road like, anxiety. we're literally not going to go back to Denver. She's like, we'll just have all of our stuff shipped to us in Texas and we're not going to drive back. And I'm yeah. like, I was like, we rolled with that idea and we tried that on for a while, but I was like, I don't know if Denver's like fully finished. Like, 
are we yeah. going to regret it? Like we didn't fully live it out to make sure that this was the right choice. And something just kept telling me deep down, like even though it was harder to drive back to Denver after the holidays, I was like, I just feel like this was right. And then you started trying on that thought process and you really liked it too. Yeah. Cause then I thought about, okay, I think I came back to our values and what's important for us and knowing that it doesn't have to be like this or that. I think sometimes when we make a decision, we're like, well, it needs to be this and not that. It's like, what if it gets to be both? What if we get to go back to Denver and also our family can come visit? Or what if we in the future, like we do do Texas or we root down somewhere Maybe and that we looks have different. a rental property in yeah, Texas. Yeah, there's like so many more possibilities when we allow ourselves to zoom out and see them. But sometimes when we're making a decision, it's like this, that, right or wrong, black or white. Like it's very cut dry um, rather than what would it feel like or what if I did, right? What if I, what if we did move back to Denver and we did go camping more and we like, we love hiking. Like if you know us, we love adventure. Mm -hmm. We love doing fun weekend things and we would have been really far from that. So like how, how would that make us feel if we didn't have that? I like that you said, so human design being one, look at that if you're making a decision. Number two is being values. And I think number three is for me personally, and I'll let you name this if this was for you, but like letting go of like the shame I had around telling people. Like when Kelsey and I get excited about something, we tell like our closest friends and our family what we're <laughs> thinking about doing. And I felt so much guilt that like we had named, hey, we're gonna do this, but like we, I gave myself permission that like we can change our mind and oh it's God. okay. And I don't care if we told, every single person on the planet that this was our plan. Like I wasn't letting anybody down, but I was going to be letting myself down if I did something just because I said mm. I was going to. Yeah. And it, that, that is not, not trust. Like, I think there's a sense of some people think that like, Oh, you can't trust yourself because you said you're going to do something and you're not going to do it now. No, that's more, this is more so really honoring she changes her mind and in every moment you're making the decision that does feel right for you and you always have the right to change your mind when you get new information. It's actually really silly if we don't allow ourselves to change our mind just because we said that we did it. Of course, like keep the commitments to yourself with the gym and with eating well and wellness and like that type of stuff. Like don't break promises just because you don't quote unquote feel like it. This is something different. Would you totally. agree? No, 100%. And then the journey doesn't end here. So not well, only Denver. Oh, okay. sorry. What? I just wanted to name like, I love how you said that. Like how many promises are you keeping because you don't want to let other people down yet in the process you're letting yourself down. And that's something I used to do all the time. And I promised myself I will never ever do that again. Yeah, I think that's great. Cool. Tell us more. Um, okay, so <laughs> we're, we're heading back to Denver. Okay, so we're driving back to Denver. The holidays are over. We're newly engaged. Now we put a deposit down at the RV resort that we met at because we thought, well, the RV hasn't sold yet. So we went down that rabbit hole of like, maybe we'll sell it easier there. We'll have a professional driver drive it to San Diego. We were literally going to live in the RV in San Diego and it was going to give me like my ocean fix and we thought oh we're going to like live here and we played that whole idea out like fully we're in it we went to San Diego like we told people we were moving there and we were like fully going mm -hmm. to yeah I think that's neat too one thing we've talked about this in the episode is Jordan's really good about like oh yeah we're gonna move here or like she literally says it before it's happening. So you almost like feel like it's happening and then you get to live it out before it even happens. And I think that allows us to like, okay, 
do we really want that? Or that allows you to just try it on before you even do it. She told like every Uber driver that we were moving back though. She told every waiter that we were moving back to San Diego. And it's like, we were like living in it. And then almost like it wore off. I don't know. Yeah. Like it was really nice that it happened that way versus like, I didn't used to do this. I used to be embarrassed and I wouldn't tell people my plan because I got embarrassed that I would change my mind. Now I pretend it's like fully happening. Almost like you're playing dress up as a kid. I literally like any moment make Yes, any single moment that I have to tell somebody that I'm doing something that I think I'm stepping into, I will do it. And then if we change our minds down the road, like you said, it did kind of wear off. Like we played it out. It was like we lived all the pros. Yeah. Then we finally got to sit and, okay, what are the cons of this? Like what kind of life do we want? Where do we want to be able to travel to? Where do we want like all these different things? We started playing out all these scenarios. By the time we got home, We knew, I think, that we had, like, some other conversations to have, but I was kind of nervous. So we kind of just for two weeks or so just kind of sat in all of our ideas and honestly quite a bit of nervousness because we were newly engaged and I didn't know if we were going to want the same thing. And it scared me to have, like, this next conversation. Yeah. I think one question, we were driving to Beaver Creek, um to go skiing. Do you remember this? Yeah. So we got back from California. We'd been home for two weeks, let everything settle for a moment. And then we decided, yeah, we decided to go to Beaver Creek. She's always wanted to take me there. So the best skiing, by the way. Um, so we did that and we were like, okay, I mean, we literally live in the capital of adventure, right? Every season I freaking love snow. I get very excited. So we were just thinking, it's like, okay, what is really important for us? And then we were driving and I asked a question and I feel like that really like spent you out into thinking. I think, no, I asked you, I said, okay, full. And I, I love this question because it takes the pressure off of your partner, your best friend, whoever the heck it is. But I looked at Kels and I was like, okay, I'm not going to be mad. Like at your response. Like I literally just want like full honesty where is your head out right oh, now? Yeah. Cuz I knew we were both thinking. Yeah, <laughs> keep talking. It popped up. Um, I knew we were both like thinking, but no one was like saying anything. So I was just like, uh, and that drives me crazy for anybody that knows me. Like that's a pet peeve of mine. Like I want people to speak the truth. <laughs> so I was like, what are you thinking, Callis? Like where's your head at? Tell me your top 5 ideas. 3. What I think it was, I think it was, was it? Okay. So it was like number 1. I don't fully remember. But I think number one was like, okay, we do the RV thing, right? We leave in a couple of weeks, we go to the RV, the, like we're de- kind of done with Denver and we live in the RV and then maybe we find an apartment in San Diego after the RV or maybe the RV doesn't work out, but we're in San Diego. And then I was like, okay, maybe another idea is we actually like stay in Denver. Like I know this sounds crazy, but we stay in Denver. We stay more in the city because we do love walking everywhere. We have all our things and we're not far from adventure. Mm-hmm. And then I said, well, three is we go closer to the mountains in Denver. Maybe like we want to get out of the city and we want to be closer. But then I was like, but that's far from like a lot of our favorite things. And that feels a little more secluded. And I was like, I don't know. This sounds a little crazy. Not sure, but this is where I'm at. And I turned to her and I was like, <laughs> Cool. I have those exact same <laughs> thoughts. Like, you're not crazy, and this is nuts. And and we did start... So at this moment, we started getting clear. We went over our values, and one of them was the Four Seasons. I was like, holy Adventure, crap. yeah. Like, maybe that was the Ohioan in me, but I was... We both love snow. We both love the adventure in every season. And I was like, are we leaving prematurely? Did we give this, like, a fair... Did we give this a fair shot? Like, and when we were gone... 
and we were in um, Texas um, and Rockport, like there, there wasn't places to walk to. So then we realized how much we actually appreciated getting to walk to like our favorite coffee shops and our favorite restaurants. And we're only 30 minutes from the mountains. So we started mm-hmm. getting really clear again, like reevaluating what is important to us right now? What do we want? And the next question you asked, which was the most important question, is what is best for our relationship? And I kind of cringed at first because I was annoyed. <laughs> she, her face was like, I was like, oh, God, maybe this like wasn't a good question. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was a good one. I just was like, uh, the like Enneagram A to me just wanted to like be like, no, like I'm making this decision. But like I, that was like past patterns. And I know that this needed to be made like collectively together. And yeah, we went into the magic of Beaver Creek. We skied all weekend. Literally, we literally screamed on the mountain. I love this with you. Yeah. <laughs> we got a little tipsy on the mountain. It's so much fun. <laughs> Took orgasm shots. Oh God. Um, yeah. But I think that kind of, I think that is it is it doesn't have to be like we didn't nick out all the other ideas and say like okay this is it and like this is what we chose and it's like let's try this on and let's do this and let's fully live in our choice and then we can always change our mind like in the future and obviously like put both of our feet here and go all in on the choice that we decided to fully make and give it its full run totally and I think like one of the last things I really want to name We never like said that this was like right or this was wrong. We even put a deposit down on the RV park where we could have been like, oh my God, we lost $500. But we never did that. We actually ended up getting that back, which was really quite nice. We we didn't make a choice because we already said that we were going to do it or we thought about the cons. We like trusted what we needed for our life and we want want it out of our life one million percent so then on the way home from skiing and after having such an epic weekend we were like you know what let's go look at the apartment so there's this apartment that we literally saw from the moment we moved here and we were always like oh my god it's this gorgeous skyscraper that like who would think we would want to live in that but it's right along the water it's the perfect area we're only 30 minutes from the mountains and you can see the mountains anyways we were always like oh my god they have the most epic like rooftop pool like what if we live there that looks so neat and we've never looked at this place before but we talk about it at least once a week and so randomly on the way home I was like hey what if we just like took a tour there like schedule one so we scheduled one (laughs) that day we went to see the lady she toured it um with us there's two, there's like three bedrooms and more like penthouses available, but there were two units, corner unit facing on the 23rd and 24th floor, facing the mountains. Um, and that is what, like, it was the exact size. It was exactly what we wanted, what exactly we wanted. what we wanted from that place in like our budget of what we're wanting to have. And she toured it with us. We went and did it. And then the only thing is we were kind of in the middle of a little bit of a predicament, which we'll talk about. (laughs) A lot of it. A lot of it is they only hold it for 30 days and our lease would have overlapped for three months. So what that meant is we either needed to wait till the first um, to put in the deposit, but we were gambling on actually getting the spot or, or, and we also needed to get our place subleased so and that's kind of challenging right you have to find the right person there is just a lot that goes into that and we have to do that legwork not our our uh, apartment place so we 
let that place go. We were like, let's just gamble it. I checked every single day. The 24th floor was taken like two days after. So there was only the 23rd floor. And we had like four more days until the first. And, and they told us that a bunch of people toured yeah. that day. I, my heart like sank. So we went like, back there. Yeah. Yeah. We went back there and we went to see it again to like measure if the desk fit. Because I was like, if the desk doesn't fit... It's not our place. It's not our place. <laughs> Literally, like, it fit by two inches. Everything fit Everything. by, like, an inch or two. Because yeah. she was like, if all of our stuff doesn't fit. And I'm like, fine. I think it does. So I brought the measuring tape. And it was, like, such an I told you so moment. I wanted oh to just dance around the apartment. And also, this is another way you can know something's, like, right for you. Both of our hearts fully sank when we thought we were going to lose this apartment. Yeah. Which is how I knew that this was right, even though it was such a long-term commitment. It's almost like a two-year lease. Yeah. Like, One of my favorite questions is, like, what's the result of not and leaning into that it's like oh wow like that that feels like like my stomach drops like no that feels wrong Mm -hmm. like we have to and so we went to that plate we went there again checked it out did all the measurements walked out and I looked at her and I was like fuck it let's do it Mm -hmm. and so I applied online and I had to get home and like I got so stuck at the part. She wouldn't hit submit. Yeah. When I had to like basically put in the deposit and hit submit because I knew that we were basically locked in and that would mean like potentially three months of rent overlap. So me being me, I was like, it's fine. I'm gonna host a bunch of events at the spare apartment. We'll rent it out. We'll do this, we'll do that, like whatever, it'll work out. And I just kept trying to, like, comfort her and tell her all these ideas. I was on the phone with my little brother who was, like, into, like, a bunch of different business ideas. It was kind of cute. Yeah. Brainstorming together different things I was that Kels and I could do. And I shit you not, 30 minutes after Kels hit submit and we just trust, surrendered, and said, fuck it, somebody messaged us to sublease for the exact freaking dates we needed. Yeah. Insane. Like, the exact dates. And I had a lot of hits on people wanting to sublease, but everyone was like, that's out of my budget. I can't do it. I need roommates. Like so many different things like didn't work out. This person was like, Hey, I want to come tour tomorrow. Like, this is exactly what we need. Like, I don't necessarily want to go through the apartment place. Like so many perfect things that we were wanting Mm -hmm. and they came and saw it the next day. It was perfect. They agreed on the spot. Everything literally worked out within 12 hours of us pressing submit before we knew how it was going to work out. I think this is like moral of the story, truly. And we even tell a lot of the girls that like want to come to our retreat. Like you you don't know what's going to happen in 30 minutes in one week and three months from then. But if your heart sinks knowing that you're going to miss out on something or not be there or not get it or not do the thing, you have to trust yourself enough to just leap and know that everything will work out better than you could have ever expected. Mm-hmm. We and I feel that if we wouldn't have obviously if we wouldn't have ever put in that deposit, I and like said yes and went all in on ourselves and the life that we want, that it wouldn't have ever worked out as easy. So you do have to go first. You do have to leap and trust. You're not going to see how the whole staircase is. You're not going to see how the whole plan works out. That's not the point. And I always love how you always say, like, faith is so important in these moments. Totally. I think that's, like, one of the best, like, traits or, like, qualities or things that you can start to embody is this, like, deep, deep sense of, like, faith that everything's going to work out. Like, I genuinely believe because I slash we have this deep inner knowing all the time that it's going to work out, that it's going to be okay, that everything happens for a reason. 
Like I genuinely like believe that yeah. so deeply. Like no one can shake that from me that everything really does always work out. But if I was on the flip side of that, always, always thinking, what if always thinking the worst was going to happen, always thinking, Oh God, we're not going to have money next month or it's going to be a slow month. If I thought that way, nothing would work out or transpire the way it has. I love that you said like, you really do have to take that step before you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, um, I'm really proud of us. Me too. <laughs> there was something I was going to say and I forgot. Oh no. Yeah. I can't wait. I oh, go ahead. Yes. So about here. like this, literally all of this, I was just thinking how this is like about a saying more like this, this is what the podcast is about, right? Is always like say more, be more and do more. We said more in the car, right? We said more about like, okay, this may sound crazy. And also here it is. We did more of the things that lit us up, that drove us to a clear decision. And we beat, be more, right? <laughs> we were like brave. We were courageous. We were trusting. We were intuitive. We were, we were faith. faithful. Like yeah. so many things that we want to embody, we did that. And that helped us have so much clarity and do the thing that we want and actually take us to step forward into the life, into the humans that we want to be. Wow. Mic drop. Yep, there you have bing. it, folks. <laughs> be more, say more, do more. Like truly though, like we do this with every decision and choice that we have in life i did that with hiring a mentor i did that with committing to my first retreat yeah i did that with our like our relationship totally if you're not catching a theme here go back to our episodes be brave be courageous speak up love it all right you beautiful people if this episode resonated with you let us know we would love to hear from you and if you have a decision you're trying to get clear on Tell us about it. We want to be in your corner and support you taking the leap. If no one else in your life is doing that and telling you to just freaking go for it and you need two people behind you to do it, we've got you. We're always rooting for you. And we'll see you on the other side. Bye.